choral music is a lifelong art form. The music of Mark Singleton and Voce. I'm John Nowacki. This is Presto from New England Public Radio. Mark Singleton is the artistic director of the professional choir Voce. He serves as director of music at Emmanuel Congregational Church in Hartford and as artistic director of voice and choir master at the Eastern Connecticut Symphony Chorus. Mark holds an undergraduate degree in cello performance and church music from William Jewell College and a master of music degree in choral conducting from the University of Connecticut. Mark, welcome. Thank you, John. Glad to be here. Let's talk a little bit about Voce, the ensemble itself. What is your main focus with Voce? When it comes to actual performance is teamwork. Uh, We are all about teamwork from the people inside the section and the sections relating to each other. And it is in every rehearsal we're governed by this sense of making harmony together, serving harmony, essentially. And when we talk about repertoire, we are doing music generally from the last 30 years, and I would say most of it comes probably from the last 10 years. That's something that I noticed is that uh, you do have an emphasis on music by composers and some of them in the early stages of their careers. Numerous works have been premiered by Voce. Yes. This is part of your mission. Yes, uh, to perform new works all the time. And I'm very proud to say that once we get to perform these works, they go on that's exactly what we hope for from any commission or any premiere. You also have another focus, and that is you work with young people as well. Yes, and, Primi Voci. And could you explain Primi Voci, what that is? Primi Voci is the most advanced ensemble from the Connecticut Children's Chorus, sophomores through seniors in high school, young women. And we work at the same level as Voce does, meaning that we have the same rehearsal structure. I run the rehearsal in the same way. So we're preparing them to be young professionals as they go out and take on whatever they would like to do in life. And we try to inspire Primi Voce and their performances with Voce to understand that choral music is a lifelong art form. And that's what we're hoping for from everyone in the industry. Some of the things that others have said about Voce, and, and this is really, I think, telling, is that, for instance, Morton Lauritsen said that Voce is in the upper echelon of American chamber choirs. He says, I was constantly astonished at the level of artistry displayed by both the singers and their conductor. Ola Yelo said, I greatly enjoyed working with Voce and its inspirational conductor, Mark Singleton. The group has a remarkable unified sound, and each piece, phrase, and note is performed with great sensitivity and care. And the final quote that I thought was equally telling, David Ludwig says, Voce Ensemble is one of the great choruses I've heard perform my music in the U.S. or abroad. They're equally at home with traditional works as they are with pieces still set in fresh ink, and their unique sound is truly something to hear. That's high praise indeed. really makes me feel good to hear that. And I love the fact that we've been able to work with these composers. It's a remarkable experience. Every time that you sit in front of the score and prepare a score and you interpret it, you never know how the composer is going to take your interpretation. Isn't it a little intimidating to work with a composer when they're right there? (laughs) Yes, very Um, much so. Because you've got your idea of the music itself and how you might want to interpret it. But then do they often have their own vision, and does that ever clash? I wouldn't say it clashes because they're often entertained by the idea (laughs) of the different interpretations. And sometimes they say, boy, Mark, this was so off. I mean, why did you even think of doing this? And in particular, I'll tell you, every single picture that you see of me working with a composer, and this is just the way it works, is they're sitting right over my shoulder as I'm conducting. 
that's a remarkable experience. <laughs> uh, you can feel them almost breathe on your neck, and then you get this sense of aura where this is not going the way they want it to go. And then you try to speed up or slow down, whatever you feel like the composer actually wants. And then they address the choir and they address me specifically. I was going to say, is there a a feeling of them working with you rather than against you? Never against. I would say because they're always astonished by the singers, how well they can adapt The sound that they make is generally the sound that they've heard in their ears when they were composing the piece. That's what we hear mostly from composers. Well, let's talk a little bit about the music itself. First of all, the discs that have already been released, the first one was Sure on this Shining Night, featuring music of Morton Lordson. So, again, you worked with Morton Lordson. And then you had Voce. Yes, I did. <laughs> it's still, I still pinch myself and think about that, yeah. All right. And then Voce Live, which was a compilation of cuts from live performances. Correct. And now the third disc, Music of the Spheres. This has got pieces by numerous composers such as Ola Yelo, whom we talked about, Lloyd Fouch, Eric Whitaker, Blake R. Henson, David N. Childs. What was the overall vision of this particular disc? To put out contemporary choral music, I mean, we have two pieces on the disc that are not contemporary. But in the main music that's been written over the last 10 years that I think everybody should know. And it all has this aura of music of the spheres where the idea is that ancient idea that actually the planets in rotation in the universe, there is a song in there, there is harmony in there. And so all of these pieces have some allusion to that ancient idea. Now, this is not fair. On this disc, let's perhaps choose two or three pieces that stand out to you. So let's start with a particular piece. Which one? The Spheres by Ola Yelo as the first piece. I think it sets the tone for the entire album. It was a joy to record. When I first heard it, I was mesmerized. I could not believe that sounds like that could actually exist. And I had never heard anything like it. It's very unique. Ola talks about a colleague that helped him formulate that sound, but I had never heard it set so beautifully. When we sat down to record it, it's for double choir, and it's a very, very difficult piece because it's polychordal, yet at the same time, it's so easy on the ears. When people often talk about polychordal music, there is kind of an uh uh-oh, this may be too dissonant for me. I believe that from a first hearing, people will be enchanted by what Ola has done with this piece. Take a moment and listen to The Spheres by Ola Yellow. Here's Voce with Mark Singleton conducting.
That was The Spheres by Ola Gelo, performed by Voce with Mark Singleton conducting, taken from their disc Music of the Spheres. Let's go ahead then and try, if you would, just go ahead and try to pick another piece that stands out to you, that's something that's really dear to you. The New Moon by David Childs. Now, I don't know David Childs' music. I'm completely unfamiliar. What's a little bit of his background? He's a conductor and a composer, and that's always frightening when you're sitting down (laughs) doing a piece, and he's recorded this work, and that's where I found the piece. When I heard it for the first time, I said, I have to do this. Hmm. This is absolutely amazing. And when we finish the recording, you get stuck in your head when you're conducting and you start hearing different things and where you want to bring things out and where you don't want to bring things out. And it was so different than what he did. And when we were putting it all together and synthesizing the album, my friend David Pettyjohn remarked about that. He said, you realize how different this is than what he actually did himself. And I thought, oh, no, what am I going to do? If But it goes back to that old adage where if it's a great piece of work, it yields itself to many different interpretations. And all of that honors the composer. Isn't that the point, though, of being a conductor is that each conductor brings something of themselves to a piece of music? A conductor would be lying if they say they don't. But there are two schools of thought. The first school of thought, I would say, is that you do everything on the page exactly as written. The second option is to interpret the piece, and that's generally what I do. And when we worked with Dr. Lordson, there were moments where I knew that I was interpreting the piece and not necessarily doing his exact metronomic marking, and he didn't shy away from it at all. If we brought a sense of life to something because either we went a little bit faster or we took things a little slower than he had originally intended, sometimes it was absolutely mesmerizing to him. Sometimes it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the joy of doing it together. Well, all right. Now take a moment and listen to The New Moon by David N. Childs. Again, Voce from their disc, Music of the Spheres.
The New Moon by David N. Childs from Voce's Music of the Spheres, with Mark Singleton conducting. Mark, one last piece. Lament for Pasiphae. I've talked a bit about Dr. Lord since yep. today, but it was a tough decision years ago in 2009. We had recorded about 90 minutes of music, and so there was a lot we had to cut. And I emailed Skip, I should say Dr. Lordson. <laughs> I emailed Dr. Lordson and said, would you mind if I released this track on our newest album? And within five minutes, and this is not mm-hmm. like Dr. Lordson to get back to you so quickly. He said, absolutely, just send me some copies. But what was it about the piece itself that so moved you that you had to do this? First of all, I believe that with Dr. Lauridsen, there is music before Dr. Lauridsen in this American choral renaissance, and there is music after Dr. Lauridsen. And when I look at this entire disc with two exceptions, I'd say that none of these pieces would exist without his influence. And that's a very, very big deal. So that's why it's on the disc. Take a moment then and listen to The Lament for Pasifé by Morton Lauridsen. Here's Voce. Mark Singleton conducting.
The Lament for Pasife by Morton Lordson. Mark, this is so much fun, and the disc is, I think, is wonderful. It's going to be fun sharing it with New England Public Radio audience. There are going to be, obviously, many people are going to pick and choose the tracks that they want to hear from the album, and that's kind of the way things are done now. But one of the things I am so proud of with this disc in particular is that you can listen from track 1 to 11, and it is an experience. If you haven't done that in a while, you should try it with this album. Listen to the whole thing and see where it brings you. And I hope it brings you to a wonderful place of not only zen, but excitement, and then peace. Mark, thank you so much for coming by. Mark Singleton is the director, artistic director and conductor of Voce, and the new disc is called Music of the Spheres. Thanks again for coming. Thank you, John. Let us know what you think about Presto. Review us on Apple Podcasts or send an email to radio at nepr.net. The executive producer of Presto is John Vosey. I'm John Nowacki. Thanks for listening. Presto is a production of New England Public Radio.